0: Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time.
1: The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-sized companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. You're listening to Bloomberg Law with June Grosso from Bloomberg Radio.
4: Michael Cohen, President Trump's former lawyer and fixer, will argue in court tomorrow that his sudden return to prison is illegal retaliation for his decision to write a tell-all book about his ex-boss before the November election. Cohen, who pleaded guilty in August of 2018 to crimes tied in part to his work for Trump, sued on Monday, accusing the attorney general and the Bureau of Prisons director of using a false justification to lock him up. Joining me is Bloomberg News legal reporter Eric Larson. A little background first. Michael Cohen was serving a three-year sentence in prison. Why was he furloughed in the first place?
5: Yeah, so back in March when the coronavirus pandemic was really getting worse in New York and, and the prison where he's been at is in New York, He, like many others, filed a petition to get out of prison and serve um, the rest of his term in home confinement. Eventually, that was granted um, in May. He was put on furlough, technically, so he was sort of let out with an understanding that shortly thereafter, he would come in and and sign some documents and serve the rest of his term specifically in home confinement. But he never did start that period of home confinement. And uh, when he attempted to is actually that's the moment that they ended up detaining him and sending him back to prison.
4: This gets complicated, as many things with Michael Cohen seem to get complicated. What is he saying in his papers? Why is he saying he was sent back to prison? Because there was some reporting that it was because he went out to dinner at a restaurant in New York while he was furloughed.
5: Right. So this dispute uh, really has nothing to do with that dinner. If he were to photograph the dinner while he was on furlough, you know, that might make sense because he wasn't on home confinement yet. What he says this is about is the book that he's writing about President Trump. He says that he announced it essentially after he was let off on furlough and that after a judge allowed a book by Trump's niece, Mary Trump, to go forward, he tweeted about it and offered support and again said that he was going to be re- publishing his own book. And then a few days after that, he reported to the Bureau of Prisons to get details about his home confinement. But before he could ever get a chance to sign that document, he says, three marshals came in and put him in shackles and handcuffs and returned him to prison. Now, he's saying that this is happening specifically as retaliation for his plan to write this book before the election, which he has said is going to include new information and new anecdotes about the president. And he says that it's a violation of his First Amendment rights.
4: Did the federal officials admit that they were requiring him to sign a document that he wasn't going to publish a book until after he was out of prison?
5: It's not quite that. What the Bureau of Prison says is that for the terms of his home confinement, they asked him to sign a document that restricted him from communicating with the press in any way, including through books. It also required him to ask his family and friends also not to post about him, that he would not have access to social media. And he told them at this Bureau of Prisons meeting, uh, he says, that this would restrict him from finishing his book, and he needed further details on how he was supposed to publish his book while also signing this agreement. And that's, again, when they came in and detained him. So he's saying that this is specifically a special document that was created just for him, And uh, the Bureau of Prisons says that he refused to sign it. He says that never happened.
4: Do you know whether people are asked often by the Bureau of Prisons to sign a document that they, you know, won't be involved with the media?
5: It doesn't look like there's ever been anything this broad, uh, at least not that, that we've seen. He is saying that this is very overbroad and specific for him. He even says that the part of the document where they inserted this language had typographical errors and it sort of been typed up in a hurry, they suggest. And the Bureau of Prisons did say in a statement afterwards that they had told him that he needed to get pre-approval for media interviews. And he said that's simply not what it said. It said that there was no communication whatsoever allowed with the press, including through books, So there's some dispute there between the government and Michael Cohen regarding what they were actually asking him to do. But either way, he says that he would have signed it to avoid going back to prison. Um, But he says they never even gave him that chance. Of course, now he has filed this lawsuit to get out of prison immediately and returned back to home confinement where he can finish his book, which he says he wants to release by September.
0: Yes. 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do. That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Success
3: is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com.
1: Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.
4: He says that he's been placed in solitary confinement without access to a computer or his manuscript.
5: Yeah, he says he's, he's in solitary confinement. That's what his lawyer said in the filing. And it wouldn't be too surprising uh, because he does claim that he, his health is at risk from the coronavirus in that prison. In fact, the Bureau of Prisons agreed with that assessment when they agreed to let him go. So it could be that they are keeping him there for, according to them, for their own his own safety. We might find out more about that uh, at the hearing tomorrow uh, on Cohen's emergency motion for a restraining order against the government and to be released.
4: Do I understand that the ACLU is helping to represent him?
5: Uh, Yes, of course, the ACLU, they are big defenders of the First Amendment. This is essentially going to boil down to a First Amendment case. You know the ACLU has clashed with the Trump administration on a, on a lot of fronts, so it's not uh, too surprising that they have picked this up. Especially since we're talking about another book that might be very interesting to voters for the election and just what it represents very broadly about the rights of Americans, First Amendment rights, and political speech, and allegations that the government could you know retaliate against someone and essentially put them behind bars for trying to essentially criticized the president, uh, is the way the ACLU is sort of framing this here.
4: Eric, does Cohen have a publisher, a book deal?
5: You know, I don't know. I, I was going to ask Simon & Schuster. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm assuming he must.
4: Because he's claiming that this book is going to talk about what happened behind the scenes when he represented Trump as opposed to Bolton's book, which told what happened behind the scenes in the Oval Office, and Mary Trump's book, which told what happened behind the scenes when Trump was young. So there seems to be a lot of effort to stop books about President Trump before the election.
5: Yeah, I, I could see how Cohen's book could really fill a gap here in terms of answering a lot of questions about what went on at the Trump Organization and Of course, all of those allegations about uh, hush money payments, you know, the accounts that he pleaded guilty to were for tax evasion and also campaign finance violations related to those hush payments, including to the porn actress Stormy Daniels, who claimed to have had a sexual encounter with Trump. So there's clearly a lot of information that that he could have access to that he could be putting in in this book that, you know, wouldn't have appeared in John Bolton's or Mary Trump's Uh, But this is something he has some real inside information on. And he, he hinted at that in his congressional testimony as well.
4: Thanks, Eric. That's Eric Larson, Bloomberg Legal Reporter. I'm June Grosso, and this is Bloomberg.
1: The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-sized companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com.
2: Johan Schmiegel, you've got the world's highest IQ. Yes,
1: 247.
2: Wow. Did you know that thanks to Salesforce with Einstein AI, everyone's smarter? Now everyone's an Einstein, just like you.
3: But I'm the smartest.
2: Not anymore. With connected data and trusted AI, everyone can give customers experiences they've only dreamed of. Look, here's a few Einsteins now. Hey, hi. Hola, amigo. Everyone's an Einstein? It's okay, Johan. Let it happen. The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce.